I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tech Talk is underway on a Saturday. Doug Swinhart is in studio. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, by all means call the program or send a text The text line, 81807, that is 81807. Great way to get in to any of our programs, 81807, or by all means, call 651-989-9226. Doug, good to see you again, and uh, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Oh, it's always good. You know, you get together with the family, you eat turkey, and... Get fat and get tired and go home. Yeah, no, for the most part, people put their phones away. It oh, was yeah. pretty good stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, at uh, at Sarah's house, my daughter, as soon as they walk in, kids are told, shut off your phones while we're eating. So we don't have that disruption. That's kind of a nice thing. Yeah. Um, let, let's talk about uh, something that came up uh, a week ago, and I want to follow up on that. And that's uh, people having trouble getting... Uh, good wireless reception around their house, that the Wi-Fi doesn't work everywhere. You've got a router uh, potentially in one room, and maybe you got a bigger house or you got brick or stucco or whatever, and you have a hard time getting that signal all over the house. What do you recommend at this point in time and what's out there to help people get a better wireless signal in the house? Yeah, you know, we talked about extenders extensively over the last year or so, And I think that as far as dollars and what you'll achieve, that's your best method. And, of course, there's also the mesh network. However, it just so happens that the other day I stumbled across an ad called Super Boost Wi-Fi, superboostwifi.com. And this little device for $50 will take both bands and actually cut them in half and create all kinds of speed as it's extending your Wi-Fi. So that Super Boost Wi-Fi would probably be one of my first choice. Uh, Now, if you're in a hurry, run over to Micro Center. Tell them you're looking for an extender. A TP-Link is a tremendous piece of equipment, 20, 30 bucks. D-Link, Belkin, um, Linksys, they all have them. Netgear, uh, whatever you pick. You're, it's going to make a tremendous difference. Yeah. Tremendous difference. I, I was able to grab one years ago at Target. We still use it today. It trained up right away. We have it out in the living room. You can't really, you don't even really notice it's there. They just get invisible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, and that really speaks. You know, the, I, I don't think anybody I know of, once they're connected, has ever had a problem. I mean, there's really nothing to them. They pick up a radio signal and they just boost it and send it out. And if it's plugged in, it's never rebooted. It's never turned off. They just simply work once they're configured. It's a tremendous solution. And one of the things people need to remember, when they set up that router, say you get new service, whether it's Xfinity or CenturyLink or one of the other providers in town, you want to make sure you password protect that network. Yeah, you can't have Wi-Fi anymore that isn't password protected, especially in the metro area. 
Uh, we should also mention, because you mentioned Hepna, mentioned Comcast Xfinity. Uh, they're actually coming out to the house now, and they're supplying extenders to make certain that your Wi-Fi is working throughout the house. And even going from one TV controller to another TV controller, they're wireless. So they're, they don't have to lay cable. Um, at my place, it's been absolutely goof-proof perfect. At the very most over the past two years, we've had to reboot both of our TV boxes maybe, maybe three times. And I live in an area that's got a lot of Wi-Fi. When you're in a condo, townhouse association, you can pop up, and it's not uncommon to see 10 to 15 of them that you could actually attach to. So, yes, protecting your Wi-Fi with password protection is absolutely critical today. We all must do that. In that environment, is it a challenge when you have a laptop to make sure that you're not fooling around and getting locked on to some other signal that you don't have access to and you hone in? I know that can be problematic. It really can. You know, most computers, desktops, laptops, tablets, their Wi-Fi connection will always seek to go to the strongest signal. And if you happen to have a neighbor that put a booster on or happen to have an extender right next to your place, their signal might actually be stronger in your house than yours is. And your computer will try to attach to that. And if they've got it security password protected, it won't be able to connect. So that's one issue. If you're in that type of area, you may have to experiment and play around a little bit and figure out what channel to boost. Most of them will do automatic scan, and they will pick the best channel for you for what's available that day. Once you play around and you get it to where it should be, it really should be group proof perfect from that point forward. We have, uh, of course, uh, phone lines open right now. Uh, call in earlier the better, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807, that is 81807 here at CCO. And let's start on the phone lines and bring in Scott and White Pear Lake. Scott, you're on the air. Hello. Uh, yeah, I purchased a new computer, and I'm wondering... I got some old ones, and I'm wondering what the best software would be for security and a tune-up kind of program. If you have a Windows machine and you're set up properly, you really should be okay with Windows Defender running Windows 10. If you want something extra or possibly something that's separate from Microsoft, I would suggest you take a look at Bitdefender, and it's just like it sounds, B-I-T-D-E-F-E-N-D-E-R is one of my favorites. It's lean, it's inexpensive, and it's just a top-shelf program. Malwarebytes will remain one of my favorites. They're doing tremendous work with antivirus and malware protection. Um, ESET, ENOT32, top, top shelf. But let me reiterate, with Windows 10 on a new machine, Windows Defender really should do a good job for you. With a new computer, I would highly highly recommend that you download and run SpyBot Active Beacon. And go ahead and after you've got it installed and you've run the immunize program and the optional, do some research with Google or Quant. By the way, Stevie, I looked at that search engine. I like it. Nice. Lady mentioned that last week. Do some research on what SpyBot Active Beacon does. It's going to give you a much clearer picture of how Windows 10 
is using Windows telemetry and biometrics and how they're actually channeling computers and using, possibly using your computer to update your neighbor's computer. With SpyBot Active Beacon, that's going to stop all that nonsense. So I highly recommend anybody with a new computer to download and install and run SpyBot Active Beacon. And you can get it at safernetworking.org, or you can just run a Google search and let the good times roll. Really important. Great, great call, and thank you so much. Quick break. We'll come back. Mike wants to talk satellite internet. Uh, We'll get into that. Uh, Also, uh, someone uh, doesn't have internet at home. And they're looking to shop. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. And uh, how does uh, Firefox know where I live? Or for that matter, Yahoo. We'll get into the locators that they use. Uh, that is all on the way. And uh, we certainly have full lines open at 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. It is Tech Talk. Doug's in studio here on a Saturday at CCO. 121 Tech Talk on a Saturday. Doug Swinhart in studio. Your computer, hardware, software, in the spotlight all hour long here are the phone number 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Let's go to Mike in Henderson. Mike, you're on the air. I got a question about satellite internet. Okay. Right now I've got a Frontier Internet landline, which they claim is broadband, which we're getting pretty much robbed by. So we're thinking about switching to a satellite internet. You know, I I have had mixed experience with satellite. And if I had to give you a number, I would have to say 80% failure versus 20% success. I don't know your exact area, but you might want to check out Verizon Hotspot. Now, they're a little bit different. They not only have the little device like AT&T that will connect to your cell phone, but they have recently come out with a product that will use like an 8x8 or a 10x10 antenna, and that baby is cooking. It's not cheap, but I'm going to suggest that you check out Verizon as well. If you're you're in an outer area and you're switching. I also have to say as well, I've worked on an awful lot of people's computer with Frontier, and a lot of them are running really, really well. Um, If you're in an area where you're towards the end of the DSL. That could be an issue. But generally speaking, my experience with Frontier is they're actually producing what they're selling, they're delivering. So that's an unusual thing that you got going on. I hope that helps, but I'm going to tell you to highly, highly suggest that you check out Verizon. And it's it's not just the hotspot, it's, it's the actual wireless connection that gives you a peer up and down speed. It's pretty cool. Um, and if you have trouble with that, give me a call next week, and we'll definitely help to see you get the right thing. Thank you for the call. Good call. Yeah, and in the past, we've got this, and I've kind of poked around. Um, HughesNet gets the highest reviews, um, but it's one of those things where, you know, you, you better wade into it carefully because there are typically contracts, like if you were getting satellite TV, that uh, typically they want you to sign up for a couple of years because, number one, they need to send out someone to install the dish. 
uh, install the equipment, etc. So there can be contracts associated with it. So I, I would do your research before you sign up for one of those. That's excellent advice, Steve. And in fact, a lot of these satellites, depending upon your environment that you're putting this in, you may need to actually go to the expense of a large, high tower. Uh, the one that comes to my mind was many, many years ago, um, a gentleman in, in the Stillwater area, we ended up spending $9,000 on this great, big, huge tower for his satellite. And back then, the downstream was coming from the satellite, but the upstream, like when you click on a link and it goes up the net, the upstream was actually going over a dial-up. We worked on that thing for almost three weeks, and it really it worked, but it was very, very dicey. The Trying to communicate, and I think that that's gone away now, that technology. They have now bi-directional satellite. But I still think that this Verizon solution is a great, great solution. I do have to do a little whining here, Steve. I personally cannot believe that in the year 2018, everybody in the United States doesn't have three choices to make for high-speed Internet. When they talk about infrastructure, it isn't just roads and bridges. It's electrical and Internet infrastructure as well. I'm absolutely appalled that at the year 2018, people are still struggling with this, even folks as close as 10, 15 miles out of the metro area. It's mind-boggling to me. Yeah, and uh, it's one of those things where, Competition is a good thing. If you live in a neighborhood like I do where there is competition in the big players, that's healthy. CenturyLink and Xfinity, those are the two big players where I live and in most parts of the Twin Cities. There are other players, and we don't want to forget about those. But it is a good thing because uh, they are going to compete on price and they are going to compete on service. A quick follow-up to those Wi-Fi extenders. And someone was wondering if they help with uh, streaming TV and movies. Yeah, whatever you use the oh. Internet for. I mean, once again, when my daughter is home from college, my wife and I can be on our laptops, and I have a streaming device to watch some of the premium channels like ESPN or Fox Sports North, etc. Um, otherwise, it all comes in on the CenturyLink pipe, and uh, the extender does a really good job. You know, when we answer the question to that text, we also must remind them that if they're connected with a cable and getting good streaming on that device, they're wireless, they're going to want to do a little research and learn about the difference between 2.4 gigahertz and 300 gigahertz. Learn about the difference between 802.11b, g, n, and ac. Now, the new Wi-Fi equipment is actually taking both channels. And I've actually seen wireless equipment run as fast as wired at my house the last several months. But you're talking you have to have the right router. You can't be too far away from that router to get both those streams, that's where an extender would really, really play a significant role. If you were able to get good streaming 100 foot feet from that router, but as soon as you got 300 feet, like in Comcast case and CenturyLink, because you're the distance away, it will switch automatically from 5G to 2.4 gigahertz, and you'll slow it down somewhat. So that extender would play a significant role in delivering that. However, the size of that pipe coming into your house is critical, no matter what. 
this is one area with it with with computers and internet it pays to step up to the plate and pay a little bit more and get what you need quick break we have more coming up we're going to talk about vpns we have a question about that on the text line the number there 81807 send your text to 81807 or feel free to call we have full lines open right now here on this uh, thanksgiving weekend saturday 651-989-9226 651-989-9226 tag talk with doug continues following the weather one thirty-three on a Saturday Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio. Steve Thompson here. Jonathan Lowe is our studio producer. Always good to see Jonathan on a Saturday. A little bit later on, college football final. A number of local teams in action. We'll have game reports and scores from all over the country throughout the afternoon here on CCO. We've we've got a lot of texts on the program today, and we're going to go there now. Uh, the number on the text line is 81807. That is 81807. Phone lines are open right now if you want to call and talk to Doug. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Uh, we promised we'd talk VPN. Uh, the text question is, what is a recommended VPN service for my phone and computer? Let's start with what is VPN? A virtual private network. And what they're doing is they're actually filtering the traffic coming down to and coming out of your device, be it a computer or a cell phone. I really don't recommend those much. I generally tell people, listen, it's going to slow down your Internet a great deal. Your better IP VPNs that cost a little bit more money will have additional speed, but it's still not going to be as fast as a raw peer connection to your Internet service provider. If you're concerned about that, and we all should be, I would highly suggest that you have at least one device on your network That's running Linux or a Mac OS. That's going to alleviate almost all your your worries. I think it's a better solution than virtual private networks. Now, if you're involved in a business where you are working from home, you are required to connect to their local area network. A VPN is the only way to go. It makes sense for the corporate side. It makes sense for your side. But I think a lot of these VPNs that are being set up and sold are driving the business with, oh, you're all the security you ever need. First of all, that's not true. Second of all, they're driving the business by, oh, we're going to protect you against everything. That also is not true. You still have to do things on both ends to make sure that everything is correct. And even with a VPN, if I click on something in a browser and invite it in, it's coming, no matter what. So let's keep this all in mind. You still got to have some common sense. And personally, I think there's better ways to achieve the goal. Great text. Thank you so much. All right. There it is on VPNs. By the way, our phone number is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. From earlier in the program, we didn't get to it. Uh, 
Why does White Bear Lake show up as my location when I log on using Firefox to MSN? I don't live anywhere near White Bear Lake. Uh, by the way, Yahoo shows up as Minnesota. What is going on? Well, that's bizarre. Generally, your location is revealed by your operating system, be it Windows, Mac, or Linux. Um, if you're getting two separate locations, but it sounds to me this has nothing to do with your browser. You are probably working with Windows 10. You can go under PC settings and you can shut that off. There are some huge disadvantages to turning off your geolocation. If you shut off your geolocation, the ads that you get on the side that you generally ignore, nonetheless, they're not going to be as spot-directed. In addition to that, people say, well, I don't want people tracking me wherever I go. Well, that's probably true with your smartphone until someday, God forbid, you ever have a car accident and you need to call 911. There's always a trade-off with security, privacy, and what you really want things to do, always. But you can go into Windows and you can shut off your geolocation. And in fact, SpyBot Active Beacon actually will prevent most of that without actually having to shut it off. But that's a great, great text, and thank you so much. Here's one from earlier in the program, and we apologize that we aren't, aren't getting, in, getting to it until now. But I've spent hours trying to eliminate this problem on my Samsung cell phone. Every once in a while, a random bell goes off. It's short, but it's really annoying and unpredictable. I've read that it's from one of my apps, but I've tried to eliminate and adjust every possible setting. So it's something that I've given up on trying to fix. Uh, any ideas with this? You know, I think at this particular point, because we really can't diagnose what we don't know or have in our hands. If you have a Gmail account and you're all set up with everything up on the cloud, I would highly suggest that you do a factory restore on that phone. And when you're reinstalling your apps, take your time. Install one and give it a day. You will find the app that's causing this. But I I would do a factory, a complete factory restore and start fresh. Put in your email and your Google account or iCloud account or whatever you have for email and go from there. And gingerly, with much caution, begin to re-add apps. Have a list of the apps that you have on your phone. Do your favorites first. And do one and wait a couple of days and see if this annoying ding, if you will, goes away. If it doesn't, go to the next app. Go to the next app. These things that come up like this, the most difficult thing in computers, be it smartphone, laptop, or, or desktop, is diagnosing the issue. Welcome to my world. Thank you so much for the text. And I think that's true in automotive as well. It and is. The shows over the years I've done with Dan Burns sitting in for Denny Long. That that intermittent, occasional, not sure where it's coming from. The ghost. Yeah, that that is a tough one. Um, but once again, let's circle back around. Uh, whatever smartphone you have, whether it's an iPhone or some sort of Android device, having some sort of backup for the contacts, all that sort of stuff. If you have web-based email, you're good on that part of it. Exactly. But it really gets down to the contacts and the apps and that sort of thing. 
And, and if you have it backed up already, no worries. It, it's it's pretty easy to restore. Oh, absolutely. And, in fact, you can do a Google search or a quant search. See, I mentioned that again, Steve. Yep. Uh, you can do a, a web search, and you can do back up my smartphone. And there's all kinds of products out there. Some are free. Some are low cost. Uh, they're not that big a deal. The problem with backing up your phone and doing a full restore, you could bring back the problem that you have. In this particular instance, you're going to be wanting to look for a backup service that gives you the ability to selectively restore whatever it is you got backed up. But if again, if you got a Gmail account, you log into your account, save your password, and you're done, and that will bring in your contacts and your calendar as well. Same thing works with iCloud. Uh, I I don't think Outlook.com is quite to that level, but it's close. But most of the what you're going to want is to have a complete track of what you had on your phone from the most important to the least relevant and start with the most important and just give it time and you'll get it back to where you want it. By the way, phone lines are open, 651-989-9226. If you want to call and talk to Doug, uh, we should say that our text line's been extremely busy today at 81807. That is 81807. We'll continue to wade through all the text today. Um, someone has an older laptop with Windows 7 on it. Um, what do we know about Windows 7? Is it time to think about moving on, going in another direction? My kind of machine. I love these computers, and and I've been saying for years that there will come a day that these machines will be highly sought after. That day is here. That Windows 7 machine is absolutely a perfect computer to put in a solid-state drive, reinstall Windows 7 with absolutely no updates whatsoever, get a commercial antivirus and malware. I would recommend Bitdefender or Malwarebytes. Optimize that baby to the nines. Create a dual boot with Linux. The advantage to these old computers is the fact that you can either shut off or possibly they don't even have EUFI, Enhanced Universal Firmware Integration. And I invite you to do some research and learn about this. These machines belong to you. With universal enhanced or universal extensible firmware integration, your firmware read-only memory can be updated over the Internet without your knowledge. I find that absolutely appalling once I'm out of warranty. This is my personal opinion. I understand, but I got to tell you, in my mind, planned obsolescence in my business is on steroids. And these older computers that you can shut it off, they should run for 20 years. Just keep them clean. Do what you're supposed to do. And I I did three of them this week. I can't believe how well they run. They're wonderful machines. Do If you're going to throw that computer away, I'll take it. Thank you for the text. All right. Uh, good stuff. By the way, it is uh, 144 here at CCO. We have some calls lined up. One other one from the text line, and it it has to do with uh, the satellite Internet and where people get their Internet service, et cetera. And uh, here's someone who lives outside of the Twin Cities area. They get their Internet uh, from Verizon. They use it as a hotspot, as you pointed out. Um, when I was over with Eric at U.S. Bank Stadium, 
I was powering my laptop by the hotspot on my phone. Now, granted, I was at U.S. Bank Stadium and the Internet service and uh, the cellular service is pretty good in that building. But uh, the options are becoming more and more. And I think as we move into the future, we're going to see more and more wireless options to get Internet. You're not going to be tethered to that line coming into your home or business. That's an excellent point. Already in California, they are rolling out 5G. I have yet to get my hands on one, but I can't wait. They're also testing 6G, and and I'm talking cell phones now. This is going to change the entire landscape of not only your Internet, but how they're delivering TV. Once they hit 5G, it's predicted that new television services coming off our cell phone towers is going to be available. Like you mentioned earlier, Steve, competition is a healthy thing for us consumers. This is going to be big. We've been warning people for years now not to take too long of contracts with CenturyLink or Comcast, and I don't want to talk bad about them. They do great work. Yeah. But I, I do want to warn people with long contracts. I would not be willing to lock into anything more than a year, if at all possible. This business is changing in light years. But watch the 5G and watch the 6G. And yes, that's probably going to mean if you want it on your phone, you're going to have to buy new hardware. And God knows these cell phones aren't dropping in price anywhere, anywhere <laughs> anytime soon. In fact, that brings up the new Samsung foldable phone. They're going to have a phone that folds in half and turns into one screen. And they're talking two grand when it comes out for a cell phone. Great text. Thank you so much. I just wanted to make a, uh, a comment on the fact that uh, you brought up the foldable phone. I just wanted to let everybody know I want that. If you want to, <laughs> so I'm just soliciting for money for gifts. Uh, if you want to send me one of those foldable phones, Jonathan could use a couple of dollars. Yes. So send your gifts to Jonathan at WCCO. Two thousand dollars for a phone? I drive a pickup that isn't worth two grand. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring in uh, Jack in Woodbury. Jack, you're on the air. Hi, how are you guys doing? Good. What's up, Jack? Uh, Doug, uh, I talked to you last week. I was going to call you Monday because I was having trouble with my computer. Okay. And I, I wasn't uh, uh, possible to do that because I was at work. But on Sunday, it went into uh, corrupt and blue screen, and I just figured enough is enough. It was a Best Buy e-machine that I've had for 10 years, so I think I've done okay with that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and a matter of fact, you worked on it two years ago. Anyway, I did go to Best Buy, I bought an uh, HP Pavilion, and it seems to be working okay. It shares a lot quicker, no doubt. But I also bought, uh, I wanted to install Office 365. And, you know, they say just go on the Internet and install it and everything's great. So I did that, and I got the old scam that, and I wasn't aware of this, um, it did not load properly. Here's an error. Call this number, and the mm. screen looks very professional. You know, in the U.S. call here in Canada here, and you just so you just that. assume it's Microsoft giving you help. Yeah, Doug, I really did, and I thought, boy, this is professional. It's got to be good. I'm okay with it. So I did it, and I guess what happened? I was scammed. Um, and the guy said, and I couldn't believe it. There's Trojans. Uh, a foreign address, but child porn was just a little bit too much for me. Well, listen, give me a call after the show. This is getting a little lengthy. So give me a call after the show, and I'll connect up. We'll clean it up together. And thank you for the call, Jack, but we're we're getting too lengthy. Yeah, and let's uh, point out that those scams are pretty commonplace. 
the screens look very intimidating. It's like, I've got to do something right now. And, and Jack, we appreciate your call and your warning. Uh, the phone calls, uh, these pop-ups, don't buy it. Yeah, this is uh, this very well could have been uh, something that, that was on his computer from uh, uh, the touchpad, the synaptics. They've actually been hacked now. So if you don't get your hardware updated, even with a new computer, some of these things can flow in. I don't think this came from HP. I do not think it came from Best Buy. Wherever it came from, once it's in, we need to address that. So I'll talk to you later, Jack, and thank you for the call. Yeah, that's uh, that's really a shame when that happens. Quick break, 149, we'll come back. Ann and Blaine will talk about DSL with Ann, and we have a couple from the text line that we'll get to uh, before we say goodbye. It is Tech Talk with Doug here on a Saturday at CECO. Eight minutes now in front of 2 o'clock. All the news and weather at 2. We'll go over to U.S. Bank Stadium and get an update on Prep Bowl with John Millay from the High School League. Look forward to that. We'll get started on a Sports Saturday here on CCO. A lot of college football games, a lot of big rivalry games today, and we'll be following that throughout the afternoon here on CCO. As promised, let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring in Ann and Blaine. Ann, you're on the air. Hi. Um, I've got a question. Um, Our home was built in 1989, um, and at that time it was a phone line. So the phone line ran from the front yard. They came around the backyard to the side yard. From there it ran one line in. From there it got split off. Internet came into being, and as a result, our modem router sits at probably the, the last spot on this phone line where there's several, you know, tied in connections. Um, I'm getting a lot of conflicting information with respect to how to bring this into a, into a more efficient status. Because I think we lose a lot of speed with the fact that it's running around the house and then these various splits throughout the house. I don't um, think I- that's as important as how far away you are from what's called the CO. If you're at the end of that line, uh, now for a long time, DSL required that you be within 12,000 feet. And then they extended it to 18,000 feet. Even today, these people that are pushing 18, 19, and 20,000 feet away from what's called the CO. We drive around town, we see these little pods sticking up in people's yards. Usually green. Sometimes they're 8 inch by 8 inch by 3 or 4 feet tall. Sometimes they're a little wider. That's actually your CO. That's a star configuration. Coming around your house and going in like that, I don't know if that's making any difference. I would highly doubt that. The big thing is, is once you get your DSL router inside your house and you open up that modem, log on with your administration admin and an eight-character password, you can go to status and check your incoming pipe. Other than that, if you have lots of other phones plugged in to that phone line, that also will decrease your bandwidth. But I don't think it has anything to do with where your cables are going. If you've got DSL, you should have DSL. Hopefully you are in an area that also will allow you to have Xfinity. But you might be one of those unfortunate people that this is all you got and that's all there is. Yeah, and uh, and I have a house that was built in the 50s, 55 to be exact, and uh, we're still using the original copper phone line 
that uh, ran into a lot of the bedrooms and so on and so forth. Our router is plugged into one of those jacks in my daughter's bedroom because she wants her Xbox when she's home from school hardwired into the router, whatever. Uh, And and we're good. Yeah, Yeah, we're good. Yeah, Yeah, see, at Steve's place, he's relatively close to what's called the fiber, uh, the actual glass pipe. Now, if you are a ways away from that or you're running on the old trunks, you should know, too, that CenturyLink, day by day, they are rebuilding the infrastructure throughout the entire metropolitan area. They have done a tremendous amount of equipment updating since they bought Quest out. I should also tell you that Xfinity Comcast, Comcast Xfinity, is doing the exact same thing. They all understand how important this business is. As long as we're talking about Wi-Fi versus cable, cable, in my mind, will always be more stable and more consistent. But if you're working with somebody at CenturyLink, uh, you're working with people who are really good. But I would want to give me a call next week and I'll connect up to you remotely. We'll take a look at your modem and make certain that that line coming in is right on. Could be something, could possibly be something strange in your house as well. Thank you so much for the call, Ann, and we'll definitely help you to get the, the best that you can have. Here, here's a good one to end the program on. I need to start backing up my photos on an external hard drive. Okay, what do you recommend there? But beyond that, uh, backing up these photos to the cloud somewhere is another very good idea. Should do both, absolutely. Your precious memories, photographs, and videos, I think should take a priority in a, in a home computer. Any external hard drive. Obviously, I am biased to Seagate. I, I love those people. I hope they're coming back to the States and hopefully back to Minnesota one day. Get yourself a two terabyte Seagate drive, probably 40, 50 bucks today. Plug it into your computer. Skip the automatic backup procedure. Do a copy and paste and get them. Also, get yourself a Gmail account or some cloud account that allows you to save them up in the clouds. Now you've got the original on your computer, hard copy on your external hard drive, and a hard full copy on the cloud storage. Excellent, excellent text. Thank you so much. All right, we've got to run. A lot of great calls and texts. Doug will return next Saturday between 1 and 2 o'clock here on Tag Talk. Doug, phone number and email. Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. Thank you, Steve, and thanks for all the great calls and texts today. Have a good one. We'll see you in a week. It is Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart here on CCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.